Hey friends, this is Pop Culture Makes Me Jealous, where we analyze pop culture through the lens of race or gender, and sometimes both. I'm your host, Julia Washington, and on today's episode, Mario from Movies with Mr. Mario is back, and we are discussing the Netflix original, Beef. Mario, we were just discussing that the last time you were here was White Lotus. Forever long ago. I know. Wait, do you do you already have a cocktail? Oh, uh, it's a uh, Shirley Temple. Oh, okay. Shirley Temple. I was gonna say. I almost had a, mim- a mimosa this morning, and um, I changed my mind because I have a lot of work to do today. <laughs> um, Mario, for those of who maybe don't remember, is our resident uh, movie reviewer. He is movies with Mr. Mario on Instagram. And he rates and reviews movies, and he does a really good job. Did you you reviewed he reviewed the Mario movie, right? I did. I loved it. I haven't seen it yet because I have an oh, issue. With, I I don't like Chris Pratt in general. Yeah, or just as a voice in general. How do you, how do you see Guardians of the Galaxy? The soundtrack. <laughs> There's a really good soundtrack for Super Mario. All right, <laughs> maybe I it's will. Fun. Okay. I did buy tickets to see the Margaret movie. Like, so I upgraded, my, I upgraded my phone recently, not on purpose, but because my 12 was just like randomly dying. Um, and that's not safe because we're dependent on cell phones now because who has a landline. Yeah. And when I transferred, when I redownloaded the Regal app, my account somehow reset. So I have to go in and repurchase the Regal, oh. um, subscription but i haven't done that because i'm so annoyed like why you do what it. you can do it through the app yeah i know i'm just pissed because oh, oh, okay. i have to go and like add in all my information again and reload a picture and like reload my credit card info and i'm just like this is already in here <laughs> yeah. just on my other phone so rude anyway we're here today to talk about beef the netflix original oh. I'm going to do a quick summary because, you know, I love to pull those summaries from the Google because Google likes to have likes to people. Everybody Googles. So what does Google say? Yeah. Google literally just says two strangers get in a road rage incident that brings chaos into their lives. And I just feel (laughs) like while that's accurate, that just touches like barely the surface. Yeah. That's not that's not compelling enough for me to tune in. That's literally a Tuesday. <laughs> so it dropped on April 6th of 2023. And the show stars Ali Wong, Stephen Ewan. Ewan? I don't know if I ever say his last Stephen name right. Ewan. Yeah, I think it's right. Okay, I apologize if I am mispronouncing it. And a whole host of other awesome celebrities so i know mario you watched it pretty quick so we could uh have this discussion i need you i need you to tell me in your movie movie and tv critic eye what you thought of the show also just forewarning our our audience that this is going to be spoiler filled because oh mm -hmm. we do have to get into some spoilers so if you haven't watched it yet Watch it first and then come back and listen to us. And then come back and listen to us. Yeah, because if you're new here, we don't hold back. We spoil Uh, everything. (laughs) Yes. Um, 
I actually was in the middle of writing my review today because I wanted to drop it after we do this because I didn't want to drop it before. Yeah. Um, but it was funny because I, I was like intrigued when I first saw the trailer. But then I was like, ah, I don't know if I'm gonna watch it. Like, I don't know if it's gonna if it's gonna really get me. Yeah. And then I was reading the reviews, the reviews were like, oh, it's a crazy good show. And I was like, ah, oh, all right, maybe I'll try it. And I just put it on a queue. And then we were in Disneyland, so I didn't get to watch it like when it dropped. And then I kind of forgot about it until you had said something. And then one of my friends said, Oh, hey, you haven't watched Beef yet. I was like, No, it's on my thing. And then you were like, Oh, let's watch the let's do a show on it. So I was like, Okay. So I was like, I told my roommates, We're watching the show. I'm gonna start it. And they were actually surprisingly like intrigued too. So we finished it in three and a half days. Nice. Two about two episodes a night, and then the last the last night we binged all the last three. But really good show. Very if you want to see a show about acting, acting, yeah, like a masterclass of acting. That's how you do it. Absolutely, it was brilliantly performed, like insanely good performance. Like if this show doesn't get nominated, I will be shocked. Like, I if know, Ali right? Wong doesn't get a nomination, if Steven Yoon doesn't get it, like, there's so many amazing, like, I just, it was, and you know I don't do intense shit. And I this, know, I was watching the show, it's like, how is Julia watching the show? And it's like, it's like, it's one of those shows where it's like, this is intense shit, but for some reason, I can't stop watching, and I yes, need, like, I need more, I need more, and it was mm-hmm. just, it was just, Oh my! Because well, was... each well, because each episode kind of ends on a cliffhanger too. So it's like, wait, what happens? Like we like we forced ourselves to stop like after a certain episode because we're like we have to go to bed. We have work tomorrow. We're yeah. all up we, we can't continue. But yeah, and what I also loved is how they brilliantly tied in how easy miscommunication is, but then also how intentional miscommunication is. Yeah. Right. So we first meet Danny when he's returning some sort of like i don't know it's a portable barbecue or something yeah. like that and he makes this he's already in a bad mood yeah bad mood. and he's having this interaction with this customer service rep and it you know we all know returning shit without a receipt is like the greatest egregious offense any of us could ever do apparently and something about a carbon monoxide monitor comes up and he's like, I don't have that. And there's just this like quick, but heavy pause, but it moves so fast that you're like, Oh, that's coming back. This whole scenario is coming back in some way, shape or form, but you, I don't know when, because that's pointed. That is very, very much like a, he's intentionally using these for the not the the for what they're not intended for and that sets the tone of his day and then he's like in all this distress and then you know because it is my biggest pet peeve when people are backing out and they assume they have the right of way in the state of california you don't and then it just it's and that's a thing we experience every single day somebody's potentially putting us in a car accident situation and then everyone just flips each other off and then you move on and you live your life. These two did not move on and live their lives. These two escalated in a way that it was like, do you guys need therapy? And the answer is yes. Yes. (laughs) Everyone needs therapy. 
Everybody in the show needs therapy because there's so many things like Danny's so broken and so desperate to have the American dream and he's willing to do anything. And like, it's just, it's so heartbreaking. What, what was interesting to me is that's in the first five minutes of the whole show is the whole incident. Yeah. So yeah. a nor like, I guess more of an ordinary or different show probably would have set it up a little better, like show the two different people what they're doing for their day and then leading up to the incident. Whereas we get to the incident right away and we work backwards onto what leads up to the incident, which only certain shows can do that. Like that's mm-hmm. one of my like peeves sometimes is like they try to do it, like try to start out an incident and go backwards to fill in all the gaps. But then sometimes I think probably at least 75% of the time it misses because yeah. it's forgetting, you know, that's just a writing error. They forget about a you know, something else that happened, but this did it very, very well going backwards. Yeah. And, and I think setting it all up. And like you said, even with the, like the, like the little barbecues and the carbon monoxide, machine, we didn't know what it was, but we knew it was something different, but they did very well working back on how we got there and all that stuff. Yeah. So, and we didn't yeah. even know, like, we didn't even know the person that he got into was a girl. I mean, if you saw the trailer, you knew what was going on. But if you went and killed blind, you didn't realize it was a girl. Because even during the whole incident, he's like, this guy, this guy is doing this. This guy is doing that. This guy ran me off the road and all this stuff. So it's like, you automatically assume it's a guy. And then you're like, oh, big twist. Oh, it's a girl. <laughs> big twist. It's Ali Wong. Don't piss her yes. off. <laughs> Don't make her mad. <laughs> Don't yes. pee all over her wood floors. Oh, my gosh. That incident, I was like, oh my goodness. And that and the song they use, and I've seen articles written about the reason who by who mistake. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, they just use that song so perfectly with the slow-mo and him yes. running away. And I'm just like, oh my God. It was great. I was laughing so hard. It taps into that nostalgia where you're just like, especially like the late 90s early 2000s right so for us elder millennials or younger gen xers or just you know anybody who's had that coming of age in the late 90s early 2000s it takes you back to a time for me it did anyway where you're like oh life is you know got all of this potential and it's so exciting and I'm so excited to be an adult one day because I'm tired of my oppressive parents they who probably weren't oppressive but maybe it felt like they were and then you grow up and your life is like stress and adulthood is a scam and you hate it here <laughs> well maybe not always hate it here but like there's you know there's moments like the distress that you see in Ali Wong's face or or Danny's face and and just the way that everyone sort of interacts with each other you're like yeah li- adulthood's a scam man they lie to us and then they play a song like from Paula Cole or from the offspring or like and you're just like oh remember the good old days <laughs> Oh man, he plays that. Was it the Offspring song he plays at the church with the guitar? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, I was like, oh, Stephen, you can sing too. <laughs> yeah, because doesn't too. isn't he doesn't he create music? Does he? I don't know. Like I thought, in real life? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I just know him from The Walking Dead. 
Oh, Walking Dead. I, I you I, know I didn't watch The Walking Dead. I know he's he was a big he was a big star in Walking Dead. There's a lot of memes because he dies in a very horrible and horrific way. So there's a lot of memes about it. But um, and then he's in the new Thunderbolt movie for Marvel. Oh, so that's, that's right. That is exciting for him. But yeah, I didn't know he could sing. I was like, oh, that's cool. Let's get into it. Let's get into the beef of it so all. They, so they have this incident, road rage, and it kind of leads into them finding out who each other was and kind of like just one-upping their anger. And it's, Yeah. And, and that's what stressed me out because it was like they kept going further and further. I was like, oh my gosh, something's going to happen. You guys, and- did you ever see... Did you ever see Adam Sandler Uncut Gems? I haven't seen Uncut Gems. Okay. It's the same concept. Like, you know, something bad happens and then it just gets worse and worse and worse. And you're just like, oh my gosh, it stresses you out because you know something's going to happen. And that's what the show did to me. And I was like, oh, it's good. Something's happening. Good. Something has to happen. Yeah. But, it, and it's, it's unpredictable. Well, for me, it was unpredictable on what would happen. Right. So it's like, you know, something bad is going to happen. And there's, so then for me, I was like running all the different scenarios in my head of what could be happening next. And it was never the right, like, it didn't matter how many times I launched a hypothetical in my head on where it was going. I never got it right until the end when I think it's episode nine when they finally like have the big mm-hmm. whereas like oh this anyway okay so yes everything escalates it's all just super intense um I do want to kind of talk about Ali Wong a little bit her character because she you know they are a wealthy family her husband you know is the son of this prolific painter or painter right or like artist we'll just call him an artist because he designs this chair that is a perfect mold of his spouse's you know behind which is just so hilarious but then also it's like that just feels like a very like high-end art thing to do so like amy's created this business that's you know multi-million dollar business that's selling like plants and shit like that and so their family is you know they they have this exorbitant amount of wealth like their home is beautiful she has a very critical um mother-in-law her husband who george is like the the actor joseph lee encapsulates this character very well like if I didn't know that it was an actor, I would believe that George is this floundering son of a prolific artist because he has no talent of his own. He's just and going he, off of his mom's, yeah. And yeah, and he's trying to prove himself and trying to like contribute, but also he loves being a dad, which I do kind of love because we don't see that a lot in television and media where, you know, men actually enjoy being dads and are really good dads. They're usually Mm -hmm. hands off. So I thought, I felt like that was an amazing thing for them to add to the show as well. What did you think of the dynamic between Amy and George? So I think they kind of talk about it briefly. It's like you, because Amy wasn't always rich she was she came from a poor family right so she had she had to work her butt off to get where she was and i think she makes the comments like you came from money so it's still a different perspective for you whereas i didn't and i had to work you know and especially as a female too she had to work a lot to get where she was so like maybe problems or ways she saw things her husband didn't see them because he came from money and it wasn't a big deal or 
um, even like when they were both rich, like he would say, oh, just get this because we don't need it. Or the nanny thing. She was like, I feel bad having a nanny. Like, I feel like I'm not doing anything. He's like, that's what our job is. Like, to him, it wasn't a big deal to her, even though she did hire her. It was like, I still feel weird because I'm making this woman do all my laundry and all this stuff. And so it's like, even though they were both rich, like there's still that two perspectives that was very interesting. And I felt they did clash over throughout the series. Mm -hmm. Okay, friends, this is our Patreon bonus episode. So this is all you get. If you haven't joined us on Patreon yet, it's so easy. Just go to patreon.com slash popculturemakesmejealous. I want to do a big shout out to our current Patreon pals. Y'all are so fun. And if you are looking for a really great group of people who love entertainment, but also really hate the stereotypes of women in media, this club is for you. There's so much about beef we could have discussed. And honestly, there could be an entire multi-part series devoted just to this show because the layers of this show there's just so much there's so much beef is currently streaming all episodes of season one on netflix the show is intense and here's my pro tip don't make dinner during episode nine thanks for tuning in y'all until next time